Welcome to Design Lessons, the podcast where we design our teaching days to be fulfilling for us and irresistible to our students. I'm Dr. Michelle Schmidt-Moore, and instructional design is my superpower. Each episode, we will take actionable steps to create great teaching days. We'll focus on mindset, real-world opportunities, and critical and creative thinking for us and our students. So, whether you're on your commute to school, walking your dog, or doing the dishes, let's start designing. Hey, designers. In this episode, you will notice that I had a cold, so I don't quite sound like myself. But I was so excited to talk to Suzanne Daly about her new book, Teach Happier This School Year, that I thought I'd give it a go. Now, Suzanne and I met at the Teach Better Conference in October of 2022. We bonded over morning coffee and a shared belief that small, consistent shifts that you make in your life create big changes. So I want you to make sure that you listen out for the even though strategy that Suzanne shares to help us change our mindsets toward a possible crappy day. She also talks about her inspiration and process for writing her first book. And I know that many of you have been thinking about writing your own book, about that thing that maybe you're kind of passionate about. So you might find her process kind of inspirational. Suzanne begins by telling us where she's coming from. Suzanne, welcome to Design Lessons. It's so good to have you here. Thanks for having me, Michelle. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am tuning in from outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I work for the third largest school district in Pennsylvania. So currently I am an instructional coach, which means I get to go to all 15 of our elementary buildings and help teachers and do model lessons and co-teach and share strategies and connect really great professionals with other really great professionals. Um, And so it's just wonderful. It's about 600 teachers and 9,000 students. So every day is really different and wonderful. That does sound like it would be fun. It sounds like you're able to, you know, connect people together uh, because you're able to see so many different classrooms and interact with so many different educators. You can see where um, this educator might need to meet this educator or even learn from that educator. And of course, you probably bring what you're just interacting with each day from one classroom to another as well. It is. It's my favorite part of the job. I like to tell people that I want to be their professional matchmaker. (laughs) And it's really wonderful, right, to take a really amazing third grade teacher from one side of the district and connect him or her with somebody else. And then you just get out of their way and magic happens for kids, right? And I love that, too. I always feel like everyone has... or everyone has, or maybe should have, maybe their own personal professional passion project, you know, the thing about teaching that they love, um, or the thing that they're passionate about, you know, this podcast for me is a lot of times my passion project, I get to meet a lot of different people. Um, I also get to coach people. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I know that you have a book that is coming out in January, which to me must be your baby right now. And I'm so curious about what, ins- well, tell us a little bit about it. What inspired you to create it? What's it all about? 
Oh, well, thank you for asking. Yes, it's my first book. Um, it's called Teach Happier This School Year, 40 Weeks of Inspiration and Reflection. And Michelle, the way that it's designed is like a school year. So 40 weeks will mimic our school year. And each week it's designed to maybe read on Sunday night during those Sunday scaries when sometimes it's easier to get into a really good headspace or heart space. In other weeks, it's a little more challenging. So it's just it's a little story. There is an invitation for us to consider. Um, that invitation is really just a small shift in our thoughts, in our language, or our actions, like two degree shifts. And so it's four 10-week sections, just like we are in school. And so yeah. At the end of each 10 weeks, when we do report cards on our students, it's time to do a deeper dive of reflection of us as the educator. Mm -hmm. How are we doing at work? How are we doing at home? Because our work is just so human that we need to honor both the teacher in and outside of the classroom. And so it's great, too, because at the very beginning of the year, when we are well-rested and optimistic and our clothes are laid out and matching, you know, um, yeah. that is, you know, we, we honor that and talk about that. But then, like, this time of year, like, your little yeah. voice, like, you're not feeling 100%. <laughs> A lot of us right now are we, we have those back to school colds. It's we're tired. Things are in the routine. Mm -hmm. So that is honored as well throughout those 40 weeks. And the book ends of the book, the very beginning and the very end, we do a parallel reflection to really compare how we were doing in August and September versus how we're doing in June when we enter our summer or well-deserved summer. Yes. I love the structure of that. I love that, you know, it's something that you can touch base with sort of once a week. Um, and that it sounds like some of the different um, strategies and sort of reflections that you share really go with the, like you said, the ebbs and flows of the school year. I think everyone kind of, there's that, people always talk about that slump that comes in October and then in November with the changing of the the time and, and then the, you know, a million different um, things that go wrong in that November, December, you know, that's all one month, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I love that that's <clears throat> something that you can start off the year with and it carries you throughout the year. And it sounds like you can use it every year. It doesn't have to stop with just the one school year. Right. And my dream, Michelle, well, I've got a lot of dreams for this little book, but one of the dreams is that administrators will see this book mm -hmm. and they'll say, you know what, this year the initiative is you are we're teachers, right? And to just recalibrate a little bit and again, honor the person behind the educator and understanding that when we do that, we can just show up for kids in such a more present, empathetic, compassionate, patient way. When yeah. we are not content, aligned, and balanced outside of school, it's almost impossible for us to show up in a really healthy way for kids and for each other as colleagues. I agree. And I love this idea of, you know, a whole school or even just a whole professional learning community really doing this together because you're, yes, you're doing your individual reflections and, and activities, 
But then if you know that, you know, your partner you work with that's right next across the hall is also doing it, that kind of sparks conversation um, within, you know, your hallway or even in your, you know, your grade level. And then, of course, across the school. So I'm, I'm assuming people have to share, you know, really personal things. But I think knowing that you're all kind of doing it together and if there are things that kind of come up, I think that could be really bonding for a community. Sure. And one school district that I have worked with outside of my own had said that every child facing adult will receive this book. And so it will be a very collective, collaborative conversation among all of the important roles within their school district, which is really, really exciting and thrilling what that potential could have. Absolutely. So what's an example of something that um, we might do each week? So I want to tell you, Michelle, the whole purpose and design is to be happily underwhelmed (laughs) because none of us have time for huge, grand, sweeping, 180-degree shifts. Like We just don't. As we're all, we're not just educators, we are parents and partners and siblings and you know, yes. just so many things. Yes. yes. So like a really small shift in language. And when I say small, two degrees would be when we find ourselves worried about things, right? And we have that, we find ourselves like, what if, what if, what if, mm-hmm. what if my technology doesn't work when I'm being observed tomorrow? What if my, you know, that a student I'm concerned about comes in and they are not ready for school, right? Right. And then we have a really amazing gift of just making it up in our heads of what that catastrophe could be. We rehearse that tragedy really, really beautifully. So like one of the shifts would be, okay, when you find yourself in the what ifs, if you made a two degree shift in language to turn that what if into even if, Mm. even if my technology fails for my lesson, I'm still going to be able to teach my students how to use text evidence to answer a question, right? I will model long division on the board or chart paper, right? Mm -hmm. Even if Michelle comes to class tomorrow and is not ready for school, she's going to take some time in the calming corner with one of her coloring pages she enjoys to do, and then we'll have a soft start for her, right? Mm -hmm. And so what it does is allows our mind to understand that even though there's things out of our control, a lot is within our influence. And so Mm -hmm. changing that what if, which could mean the universe could throw anything at me, the even if helps us understand what our next right thing could potentially be in those situations. So again, it's a one word shift, Mm -hmm. underwhelming, but so powerful when practiced consistently throughout a long period of time. That's permanent positive impact. Yeah, that's about really changing your your mindset to really looking at, and I think that's good. What you're talking about when we rehearse catastrophe, you're kind of putting that out there, right? That this could be a thing. And so if you if you're not rehearsing it, if you're saying even though these are all possibilities, this is how I might. You are already rehearsing or, or like visualizing what a positive day could be, despite any roadblocks that come along. Right. And so one of the the great things too about, I I think great things about the book is every marking period, there's at least two lessons. So even if is a, is a, we've also created a lesson for students. So, I mean, I would have loved to have been a middle schooler or high schooler and learned about 
what yes. if to even if. So mm -hmm. some lessons are sprinkled in as well, maybe about 15 minute lessons. There's a, a video link, a discussion prompt, and then an opportunity for students to independently apply and do a little bit of goal setting themselves. So mm -hmm. what a wonderful process that could be to say, hey, insert grade level, here's what I just learned and here's what I'm trying to do. I'd like you to consider this small shift as well. It's such an empowering practice. It, it really is. And I think, you know, we talk about, you know, when you're teaching writing or teaching reading, you know, you're modeling for students. And so being able to model for students how to self-regulate emotionally for themselves. And these shifts are so important. I love that they're small shifts. You call them two degree shifts. Um, because I think that's what life is made up of, right? I think our lives get just a little bit better by shifting small things, by doing, um, you know, we talk about here about doing experiments with your life. And I think that this is, this is the perfect way to try doing some structured um, experiments with your life. Thank you. Yep. That's the tagline is small shifts, big gifts. And so mm -hmm. it's what, what um, um, Adam, no, not Adam Clear. James Clear, author of Atomic yeah. Habits, would say it's consistency over intensity, right? Just these small little things practiced over time is what will make permanent impact in our lives. No, that makes sense. So don't wait for Monday, right? Go ahead and Correct. start, start <laughs> right away. I love that. Thank you. Um, so what inspired you to create the book? And then what was sort of the journey? Because a lot of people, I think, are also interested in writing books. So what is the, the process that you followed and I have this idea to, oh, now it's going to be published in January. So similar to you, I love reading um, about positive psychology and neuroscience and listening to podcasts. And just I just find it so fascinating and exciting that there is so much that we can do to play, have a positive impact on all the stuff that comes at us. Not everything, certainly, but a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And so all of the reading and researching and listening, I thought, oh, this is really, really good. But I don't see much that's specifically for educators. Yeah. And because our work is so human and Honestly, it's it's exhausting. If we're doing it well, we're mm. probably really tired, yeah. right? And so what can we do? What are these small shifts that we can employ both at our home and in school? Because they work in both places, which is really, really wonderful. So we're honoring our classroom families, but we're mm. also honoring our home team with our, our families at home. Yeah. And so I just really wanted something that's just for us as right. educators. And so um, I worked alongside ASCD, did a couple of presentations for them. Mm -hmm. And then thankfully, they were so open to hearing some possible ideas that I had for the books. So we were able to kind of work together and and create what I think will be a really practical resource for anybody in education. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so your book is are available for pre-order now. And then it comes out, of course, in January of 2023. That's correct. Um, so that's exciting. I mean, this... I don't know. It just seems like a very exciting process. Um, it's almost like seeing all of your ideas that you've practiced yourself. You've put them together. It's almost like you're giving a gift to everyone um, to experience come in the new year. Thank you. And I've always wanted to be a writer. And it's because of my first grade teacher. She would take if if this was a video I would show you because my mom saved the books. I would write this terrible story. I always wrote about bears. 
And she would type it up, give it a title page, you know, Suzanne only, um, Brockport, New York in 1986, you know? And so my first grade teacher helped me believe that I was a writer. Um, and so it's always been a dream of mine. So it's just so exciting. And I got to acknowledge Mrs. Howland in the acknowledgments in the book, which is just the most full circle moment I could ever imagine. That is, that is so wonderful. So on that note, um, what's inspiring you now? A lot is inspiring me right now, but I have to say right now, um, I've been working a lot with our multilingual learners in schools and I work alongside new teachers as well. So it's teachers who are acclimating to a school district and students who are acclimating to a school system. And so to put that together is one of the most human moments I've had in a really long time in education, especially coming off the last couple of years. So it's a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of just deep human connection because there's that language barrier currently. You have to lead with your heart. You have to connect through your eyes. Your body has to, you know, help show things and demonstrate and explain. And it is not perfect at all, but that's what makes it so magical and really and truly life-giving right now. These students are such an inspiration to me and as are their families. And so it's just really wonderfully inspiring right now in school. Yeah. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on Design Lessons. I can't wait to read your book when it comes out in January. Definitely. That's nice to have like a sort of a Sunday, um, almost like a group project, right? (laughs) Sunday group project for us all. Well, thank you, Michelle. I appreciate the opportunity and thanks for letting me meet your wonderful community. Oh, absolutely. It was wonderful to spend some time with Suzanne. Check out her book, Teach Happier This School Year, which will be published in January of 2023. You can connect with Suzanne on her website, SuzanneDaily.com. She also has a podcast called Teach Happier, where she shares strategies to help you do just that. For additional contact info, check out our show notes. Now, before I go... If you haven't already signed up for Wake Up Happy Workshop Week, go do that now. Go to wakeuphappyworkshop.com to register. Until next time, designers. This is a more creative learning production hosted by Michelle Schmidt-Moore and edited by Christian Schmidt. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.